Hello, welcome back to the Untitled SEO Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Laws. And this episode, we have a very special thing for you. Myself and my associate, James Kindred, have been experimenting with LinkedIn audio events. So this episode is in fact an AMA, which means Ask Me Anything event that we hosted on LinkedIn Live on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. So some of the audio might be a little bit here and there because, well, LinkedIn doesn't actually provide recordings of LinkedIn audio events, so we had to jerry-rig something together. But we thought you might find this interesting. My background is in SEO, as hopefully you know if you've heard the podcast before. James's background is in design and tech and creativity and AI and just all kinds of interesting things. He's also a, a serial startup artist. So there we go. Hope you enjoy this and if you want to join us for one of our linkedin audio episodes just send me a message or contact me through the website and i'll point you in the right direction but basically it's noon every wednesday on linkedin that's noon gmt oh god that was a bad thing to do Let's try <laughs> that's a great start Suddenly hello <laughs> hello this is the ama the ask me anything or ask us anything with me your host andrew laws who has a container being unloaded outside his office window if you can hear that and the marvelous james kindred so hello. we have a listener hello becky do you have anything you'd like to type in to the chat oh johnny simon's turned up so we're just waiting for our first question you should have a little chat thing there oh, designer of the SEO. uh Corporate ID, Jack Hagley, has joined us from Rotterdam. So we need somebody hey, to ask a question. Harry, Harley Pierre, hello, how are you? Right, Becky has put her hand up and I'm going to click allow to speak. Right, can you hear me now? Yes. Hey, we can. Oh. Congratulations. This Hi, is Becky. very exciting. You're the first person to speak to us. Okay. Hello, Laura. Yeah, I think, I think we are at the bleeding edge of uh, LinkedIn audio here. <laughs> James and I, this is the only, the only second time we've done it. So, Becky, you have, you have helped us helped us discover something quite important so it would appear people can't chat now while we've got you and you're being incredibly helpful would you like just to, to have a go at a question it doesn't have to be about ai or seo or anything it can be anything you like at all and this could be quite scary but fun <laughs> well the re the reason i joined is because i'm i i know very little about seo i know what it stands for i know potentially how it should work but i don't know how to make it work so I was just listening in to see if I can pick up any advice, any tips and hints at all. Anything will be great. If you are an absolute beginner, I think the best thing you can do is sign up for a free account at SEMrush and they have some tutorials. There's also, with SEO, there is so much information out there that it can be really hard to figure out where to start. Yeah. But I think, yeah, SEMrush, Hrefs, Moz, any of those, they all have quite nice little guides. But the best way to do it is probably to go to Google Garage yeah. and do the SEO part of that course. But I can summarize SEO in mm -hmm. a couple of sentences. Yeah. SEO yeah. amplifies excellent messages. So if you're putting good, con good content on your website, and it's on there in a way that Google understands, then you're already doing much better than most people who try and do SEO in a in a sort of a skanky way. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it really. So yeah, get, getting your message out there is really the most important. But yeah, the, the Google Garage and SEMrush is a really good start. Okay, I will I will do that. Thank you very much for that uh, for that point in the right direction. But the the, the second thing to 
Go on, James. No, I was just saying thank you to Becky. Thanks, thanks for thanks for taking the leap and asking a question. Yes. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay. The only thing I'd add to that is if you're reading any information on Google, if it's on a website that stands to make money from you for, from buying a tool or subscribing to a service, treat it with the utmost scepticism. Okay. Because people selling hammers will tell you the world's everything in the world is a nail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. It's like to have something that's um, you know recommended is great because I I have been sort of you know doing searches and things and like you say I start following something and then all of a sudden they want me to I don't know give them my inside leg measurement or something and it's like oh we, we we've gone too far here and I don't, I don't actually know what I'm going to get in return so I kind of bow away from it so it, it's good to know where to go. The, the world of SEO is very strange. Uh, one of the things I would add for full transparency, and not many SEO people say this, is that a lot of the time when things happen with rankings, we haven't got the faintest idea why. And the truth is Google doesn't have the faintest idea why. SEO is essentially an incredibly complex algorithm that's we're always doing our best to understand it but we've got to the stage now where you can ask people at google why is that happening and they'll shrug and go don't know gosh yeah so 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 that that's worth bearing in mind but generally it amplifies excellence and that that's a, a good mindset to have to yeah. start yeah perfect thank you I'm always, welcome thanks Becky. i'm always slightly skeptical about the uh, seo tools that have to pay to advertise to be at the top Oh, oh, that's that. That's oh, you wrong. And um, the, the only reason I'm pausing and, and stuttering here is that you you often see in in Facebook posts people go, "Oh, I'll never hire an SEO agency that doesn't come at the top of of the rankings." I know. Um, I'm being facetious. Oh, you're a wrong and I know. Um, right, would anybody else like to? Oh, I need to finish that thought. It's because, well, you know, I'm I'm an SEO agency in Ipswich. I don't have a million pound budget to hire. A massive team for our own ranking so we're always going to get beaten by by others uh, by some others right does anybody else here harley we've been seeing some great reactions from you would you like to ask a question just give us a thumbs up excellent this is nice becky i've moved you out you're back to being a listener it says demote to listener that doesn't sound fair how rude how rude but harley is there harley is there a button that says ask to speak or something like that that you can see. So we're still feeling our way along with this. Or anybody else? Anybody else like to? We'll, we'll have a race. Who can? Hey, there's a thumbs up from Harley. There we go. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Progress. Progress. It is. Hello, Harley. Hello, Andrew. Hello, James. Hi, Harley. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, have you used go on go for it have you got a question or would you like to just have a, a chat yeah i was a little chat to be honest i just want to hear what you guys are talking about with ai uh we are a ai startup oh, and cool. uh yeah seo anything you guys are getting deep into really we we are a ai startup ourselves and just yeah interested to see what you guys are saying and so what what does whatever do um, whatever is a all-in-one SaaS for all use cases. We've been working on it for eight years. Um, it's got over forty-plus apps, tools, AI tools in it. Uh, it's like a kind of web OS. So okay. Kind of jump between different apps and uh, yeah, just seeing what you guys are kind of 
bringing to the table, etc. Anything we, I might be able to pick up to add into the platform. It it might be something that it might be something that James and I have been talking about this a lot uh, privately. <laughs> privately, well, I was in James's shack. <laughs> this isn't helping. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about this, and, and one of the things that came up is at the moment it's the attitude to what's possible that is making AI really interesting, rather than necessarily getting too caught up in what the tools are, because. We, I've been been in the tech world, as has James, for well over 20 years, and I've seen the situation before where the ability outpaces the need quite a lot, and we can end up getting ourselves tangled up in what's possible rather than what we actually need as a tool. That that That's my kind of hot take on that. What do you think, James? Yeah, I think it's the, the, the thing we were discussing earlier is that it, it's the, the inputs and the outputs is that, uh, and I don't know, uh, Harley, if your platform can kind of, guide this sort of thing but i always find that you, you can say to you can ask ai to do pretty much anything to a, to an extent even down to the point of writing code for you and that sort of thing but the fundamental thing is you have to understand the the importance of the quality of the question and you have to be able to interpret the quality and the usefulness of the output otherwise it doesn't really have any real true value either commercially or otherwise and that's when you get to the point of the AI is being used to put pictures on mugs on Etsy. <laughs> but yeah. that's not moving anything forward and people aren't necessarily understanding what the audience is, what the space is, what the actual problem is, or being able to interpret the output. So the, the, the value for me in AI is that I can use it as a another as like a second brain in the same way as that I jot notes down and that I kind of sit there and I'll 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 strike an artistic pose and think deeply about something for a few hours. <laughs> I've I, seen it. I can use AI to throw some questions out there that I'm considering myself and I can interpret the answer and, and know what to do with it. But otherwise you're you're just kind of screaming into the void a little bit if you don't understand what you're asking or what the answer is. No, I completely understand that. I agree with that completely. Like, even with um, kind of trying to push forward AI in a, like, that unique kind of, you know what I mean, being unique on, on the forefront of the AI and its tech. Like, for instance, when people are building out their workspaces with us, it's everything is custom. So you're kind of like, it's almost like adding apps and tools into a workspace. You know what I mean? Like, we provide yeah. all the apps people add them into the workspace and as you people grow out their businesses or whatever they want to build within whatever then you can prompt against all the data that you build within it so like uh so yeah basically like having a a assistant prompting against your business with all the data within it so like that's kind of a use case which we provide which is unique but like you said it's just listening for what people are doing and uh, trying to get the best and the best out of it, you know. No, no, absolutely. I think it's a it's a tool, absolutely, and it has massive, massive value. And I think it, people will approach the opportunities and the perceived risks with AI in lots of different ways. But at exactly the same time as you know, from my background, I've been a graphic designer for twenty five years. 
And when I started, people were still pessimistic about what desktop publishing was and whether it would actually have any value. And there were people in the corner kind of grumbling using spray mountain scalpels and pasteboards. Um, it's it, those sorts of situations. It's exactly the same with AI as it was with that, as it was with a monk having walked in in the 16th century, having just completed an, an amazing, unique piece of work to see a guy stood there using a printing press. No, it, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same approach. And depending on when you're born and which way you're looking, when that comes in is, is how you kind of interpret it and how you see it as a commercial benefit. No, most definitely. Do you guys use AI then for SEO? Not for, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not an SEO myself. I'm a graphic designer and a kind of brand builder. I, I, I use AI kind of differently for, for just so my own thinking really. More, um, um, journey type stuff in you know I mean? like editing, etc. If you use AI. We, um, we, we do use AI at SEO and we are very much an SEO agency. The, the way we're viewing it at the moment is trying, we're exploring it, I think would be the best way. We use it for things like analyzing large amounts of data. Um, we, we anonymize data and then, then chuck it in chat GBT, although, you know, that, that's just belt and braces kind of safety, really. We don't use it for generating any content because I'm yet to see any content that, that is any good. And mm -hmm. almost everyone in SEO prides themselves in the quality of the writing. But I think where where it's become very useful is to get a bit of reassurance something sometimes on on sort of which way to steer the ship, which way to point it. So something we're experimenting with at the moment is looking at large amounts of data. And in SEO, we often want to try and cover specific parts of a topic in an industry or niche as completely as we can um, in a way that reflects the strategy of, of our clients. And we're, we're sort of experimenting with, with finding ways to, to assess the output that's already happened and check that it does reflect the, the reality of how we want it to be perceived by the public and by Google. And it looks like it might be a very useful tool to help us retain objectivity, but it, it kind of, I'm kind of getting a bit bored of seeing people, especially on LinkedIn going, oh, you know, AI content bad. And I, I posted something about this this morning, which was Google themselves saying, look, it, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world, but if you're going to sit down at, at, at chat GBT or anything and type in, write me an article on fish and then publish the thousand word it writes, <laughs> then you're wasting everyone's time. But if you've written an article structure, for a thousand word article, you know, it, it depends what you mean on AI, because some of some of SEMrush is claiming it's AI. So one of the things that we like in there is the, the SEMrush tool, which goes out and looks at what is actually ranking and diagnoses and, and breaks down what that content is. So to give you a use scenario, if we're going to write a content and this isn't solid gold every single time at the moment where we're experimenting, we'll say, right, hey, chap, this this is our this is our content layout. This is the subject we want to cover. And then we write really long prompts at the moment, like long prompts of absolutely where it's at. We'll say, look, have a look at this. Is there anything we've missed? And that's using AI in a way that we would use a colleague sat across a desk. And I know I've had some conversations with James where he said a similar thing. Like it's, it's that sounding board. It's that, am I crazy, but, and then seeing what response gets, you get back.
harvest thing and you know what i mean knows about loads of stuff but it can only prompt against a certain amount the word count i think at the minute it's only 120 thousand characters of data analysis that it's trying to pull from its brain you know what i mean and that stuff's uh a lot of randomness <laughs> depending on the question <laughs> and it is to, to use your to use your tractor analogy even further it is sorting the wheat from the chaff <laughs> god i yeah, can't believe i just did that uh but it, it is and, and knowing and, and having that knowledge in the first place to be able to understand what is actually valuable output coming out of the language model and what is actually not useful i've got an analogy go on to use a calculate you have to know what maths is mm -hmm. yeah no definitely it's just that that scaled up a thousand times isn't it yeah, yeah if, no, you don't, if you don't know what the plus button does and you're trying to make two num smoosh two numbers together <laughs> then <laughs> and you don't know how to get the result is is yeah yeah, cool harley i really appreciate your input i'm going to have a look at, at, at whatever afterwards uh, uh alexis phil max was there anything you'd like to to pipe up with pipe up that sounded rude didn't it anything you'd like to, anything you'd <laughs> yeah like thanks to guys thanks for letting me have a little chat um, well, thanks, thanks harley. Much, harley interested to see what you guys uh say about seo etc and i'll just be listening in the background while i work <laughs> lovely stuff <laughs> thanks so much value value your time thank you cheers bye Right, well, Phil's putting up laughing emoji, and that might be because he knows us. <laughs> let's, see if, <laughs> let's, let's see if we can get Phil to kind of come and say hello. He's not making much, much of a move towards doing that. James, did you have any backup topics in case nobody else wants to speak? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I come into these with in the same way that I approach most meetings without an agenda. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, I think the it, it would be interesting. Well, it is an ask me anything or ask an, an oa, as we say. <laughs> it's very um, to very Suffolk being an oa. Yeah, having an oa. Um, <laughs> so uh, if you do have any questions about anything, I think that the interesting thing between Andrew and I is that we, we um, have many hats. Um, in terms of what we do and what our experiences uh, over the last God knows how many years of whatever we've been doing. So I think this is quite a good sounding board. So you've got any question at all about starting up a business or finding a way to get customers or how people think about, you know, how to, how to approach communicating what your brand is and that sort of thing. Then between Andrew and I, we can, we can answer a fair number of, um, completely unrelated questions. I think that that's a really good point, James. Uh, we've both both started and, and run several companies, and you have a track record with startups. So there, there's, I've, I've had a lot of value from our conversations because you'll you'll share things that I don't think I hear anywhere else. We're talking about filters earlier, and the filter of most people talking about startups and running a business is either to self-aggrandize themselves for their own ego or because they want something. So yeah. part, part of the idea of setting this up as an AMA is, look, James and I, we don't really have anything to sell you. Not really. I mean, we'd love it if one if somebody listened to this became a client, but that's not exactly a straightforward you know, journey. <laughs> it's not, it's not now, it's not like a telethon. We go, now that you've listened to us, give us money. 
So I've got some awesome. awesome AI mugs on Etsy if anyone wants to buy them. <laughs> you have your AI mugs and uh, and you're making candles as well now, like Janet. That, that was a joke. I don't have. Yeah, I, I am making candles though. Um, <laughs> and you can't. I checked. ChatGPT can't pour soil wax, um, <laughs> or, or or stick the wick in the bottom of a slightly too long glass for my fingers. I I do have a question for you. That I'm, I'm going to say say something probably quite dumb but it'll be fun why why do you think it is that that chat gbt can't manipulate anything outside of its its cage outside of chat do you think that's deliberate or do you think it's lack of ability so give me uh, give you an example so if you can't say to chat gbt right go to my website and do this yeah i mean it it's it's by design i think because you you run the risk with and there is that kind of you know to the nth degree that it's sudden some people think it's suddenly going to go avengers age of ultron and there'll be <laughs> robots everywhere or terminator and they're kind of you know basing artificial intelligence off movie tropes then there is you know that's going too far but at the same time bad actors with an ai that was completely connected to the internet uh, and even things like Bing's AI model and that sort of thing, uh, you know, there's guardrails on what they do. You, you can't, you can ask it a question. You can't get it to do something. And that's connected to real time data. Conversely, chat GPT isn't directly connected to the internet. You can get add ons that it will go off and, and find stuff for you. Um, but I think the, the it, it's purely by design because what they don't want to happen is it it won't become self-aware that's not a thing <laughs> but there's there's people out there that could potentially do a great deal of damage or learn a lot of things that they shouldn't necessarily need to learn to cause some damage beyond asking the ai the prompt to do it or they could just become really annoying um, yeah, th there's a concept in Ian e M. Banks sci-fi novels of smatter. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm missing a tooth, so I can't say smatter very well. So smatter, <laughs> and, and smatter is an AI taught itself to build factories and didn't tell itself when to stop. So they they have what they call smatter infestations because they learn how to build these little machines that don't really do much other than make more little machines. And you end yeah. up essentially with like grey goop kind of absorbing the whole universe. And I don't, I don't foresee that happening with AI. No, think... it's a very similar thing with like the, 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 Steve, the very Martin. light work that I've done on Auto GPT, which is you, you can essentially hook into the Chat GPT uh, engine through local prompts on your machine. You can get it to build things to, to, a, to an extent. But again, is you know the stuff that I've done. I know Matt's done with with your guys there. Is that you? It, it can build a lot of nonsense, and it can build <laughs> stuff that it doesn't need to build, and it can it it can also create its own workers within this system. So you can kind of set it jobs, and you can set a budget on how much load you want it to do. It, it, it can get out of control quite quickly not to the extent that all of a sudden your laptop suddenly starts to try to bite your face but it it can it can start creating workers and it can start going off and doing stuff and you 
don't entirely understand what it's doing or why it's doing it, but it's starting to compile code. And you're like, I still can't really see a use in that. But equally, you suddenly realize that if if you are getting into the chat GP or, or the GPT API through auto GPT, what it can what it can do if it kind of doesn't have the those very fundamental guardrails on it. It's, it's managing tools the same way you'd man- manage any other tool. You know, you, you use a hose pipe in the summer to fill a small swimming pool. Yeah. You, you know when to turn the tap off. You don't, you know, switch on the tap and never, ever go back to it. And I think the this sort of weird consciousness, especially in the press at the moment, of AI being something that can think is kind of missing the point. It can't think. It has no power of thought. It can follow essentially very complex, very good flowchart diagrams. That, that's yeah. largely it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's re, it's the modern day equivalent to um, the robot from Short Circuit reading a book. It like it can do it really fast, and its it, it, its accuracy is brilliant. But it it can't then directly interpret the meaning of that book without all of the other human knowledge that's plugged into it. Without Stephanie, but. So I was trying to remember the name of the, the character, the female, the woman. Oh yeah, yeah. Stephanie. It was Johnny uh, Five. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's that derailed. Johnny Ray. Good. It's my fault. I brought it up. But yeah, I think it. You know, that is that thing. Is that? And you look at the. There was a lot of comparisons I was reading this morning. I don't know if anyone's used it, but the Chat GPT app on your phone or your tablet has a speech model that you can chat with and it's it's very strange it's quite disconcerting because of the um variation in the voice um yeah it's, it's, and, it's and kind of it has a human character in terms of there's the 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 volume drops or it slows down when it's reaching punctuation or it sounds like it's being considered and it's quite disconcerting but that's just a very good voice model still existing on top of a very good data set it's not it's not a thing that thinks um david newman uh, thanks for popping along i see you're you're in e-commerce just to to kind of align this back slightly to seo i'm really really interested in in the mass data analysis that that's that's possible with data sets and and gpt i think that that's something where people who run e-com sites have the opportunity at the moment possibly to get ahead of their competitors because if you're experienced and you know what questions to, to ask, you can now get results, good or bad, much, much faster. So you can you can chuck theories at it and get them disproved much quicker than you used to be able to do. And I think that that's one of the really exciting things. And also, um, I, I can't remember if you were here earlier, I was still talking about we're experimenting using ChatGBT to, to spot holes in content strategies. And I think one of the big challenges with any e-commerce site is if you've got like 10,000 products, which ones are the sick, the sick runts of the litter? Which ones are the ones that are getting left behind? And I think that that's that's a really exciting angle that is sort of getting there, but not quite there at the moment with, with AI and SEO. I realize David can't answer because I've not switched him on, but hopefully he found that interesting. Yay, he clapped. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's that's all the positive feedback I need. That's right. We'll we'll work for emojis. <laughs> yeah, quite. I'm going to put this in my gratitude journal. What, what happened today? Well, people I've not met before gave me clapping emojis. Actually, I'm, I'm serious. I, I really like that. Um, 
I've, I've really enjoyed this, James. We're the clock is running out, and I think we need to be strict at keeping this to, to half an hour, as we said we did. Yes, uh, very much appreciate everyone that 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 came along and listened to us here. This this is something that is probably going to happen again. Um, I find it find it really useful, and I I particularly liked people being able to speak to us. I thought that was that was super cool. Yeah, I think having having guests on, it does feel like they're kind of suddenly like a. I feel like I'm in an episode of Frasier, um, <laughs> but uh, it's quite interesting. I quite like having kind of people coming on and it being a little bit more unstructured and just kind of chatting around different things. So thanks to everyone for tuning in and listening again, or whatever the LinkedIn term of, of doing that is. Um, I'm sure we'll do, we'll definitely do more and maybe some with structure, some without, and, and hopefully you get a few more people coming every time and seeing what the, how important LinkedIn ranks doing stuff like this on their platform compared to um, posts of, of memes and emojis and um, non-business stuff. I think what I'll do, I'll, I'll set up I'll set up the next one. After, obviously, we'll have to have checked with you when we're going to do it, James. But same time next week, shall we? I, I, no, unless, I, I was going to say, let's, let's do it same time next week. But I'll set up yep. a contact form unless you want to do it. Anyway, we'll talk about those details afterwards. But we'll, yeah, give, cool. we'll give people the ability to send in questions because I think putting people on the spot is fun but <laughs> I, know, I very much realize that's not for everybody so for, for Be- becky and and harley I, I i super appreciate you getting involved i, I think that that's absolutely yeah wonderful. thanks for you right so i'm gonna end it there i'm gonna say goodbye james would you like to say goodbye i will say goodbye thanks everybody thank you bye